We gather today to celebrate the life and memory of Leslie Vicente Begay. Welcome in the name of Jesus, the Savior of the world. We are gathered to worship, to proclaim Christ crucified and risen, to remember before God our brother Leslie, to give thanks for his life, and to commend him to our merciful Redeemer, and to comfort one another in our grief. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, wrote John. I was dead, and behold, I am alive forever and ever. And I have the keys of death and hell. Because I live, you will also live. And Paul wrote, We believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so it will be for those who have died in Christ. God will raise them to be with the Lord forever. Comfort one another with these words. Join me to pray. Almighty God, source of all mercy and giver of all comfort, graciously watch over those who mourn, so that casting all their sorrow on you, they may know the blessing of your love through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Juliet has provided me her memories of her stepdad. Leslie Vicente Begay, son of the late Maddie and Frank B. Begay, was born in Rock Point, Arizona on February 4th, 1944 near Camelback Dirt Road and Grandma Zoni's cornfield home. He was the eighth of 11 children. Leslie attended Sherman Indian School in Riverside, California, and from there went to school in Fort Sills, Oklahoma, Albuquerque Valley High School, and graduated from Albuquerque Indian School. Following high school, Leslie was drafted into the U.S. Army. Leslie was a Vietnam veteran who proudly served from September 28, 1966 to July 2nd of 1968. He served in the 1st Infantry Division, the Big Red One, 1st Battalion, 2nd Infantry Black Scarf Battalion, SPC. He earned sharpshooter and marksman recognitions and was awarded the gold, the Good Conduct Medal, the Vietnam Campaign Medal, National Defense Service Medal, the Bronze Star Medal, and the Vietnam Service Medal. Following his military service, Leslie went to a trade school in California for chef's training. He later became a Navajo Nation police officer, a ranger, volunteer firefighter, a Rock Point Community School cook, and enjoyed mechanic work as a hobby. To many, he was a son, brother, nephew, uncle, husband, father, grandpa, great-grandfather, and a friend. Leslie is survived by his wife, Irene S. Begay, and their children. The eldest daughter, Juliet, her husband, Chris, and their children, Chandler, Sylvester, and Deanna Wilson, with their daughter-in-law, Eleanor Burns, and grandbaby, Shiori Wilson. 
His eldest son, Lamont, and his wife, Winifred, and children, Lexis, Layla, Lovin, Livia, and Lovell Begay. Another son, Lucius, and his daughter, Emily Begay. His youngest daughter, Leslie, and her husband, Josiah Holliday. His sisters, Jenny John, Betty Bedoni, Alice M. Sosi, and Lorraine B. Begay. His brothers, Lee B. Begay, Alfred B. Begay, Tom B. Begay, and Harry B. Begay. He is preceded in death by his daughter, Lovelia S. Begay, his brothers, Billy B. Begay and Benjamin B. Begay, who was a Purple Heart, and his parents, Maddie B. Begay and Frank B. Begay. Leslie named all of his children, and usually mom agreed. One day he told us when he was stationed away from home, he said he always listened for names that begin with L for his future kids. He was found, uh, he was fond of Belagana-ish type of women. It is no wonder he fell in love with mom with her light complexion and light brownish long hair. I remember their courting days. He used to hike the canyon where they used to meet. They would hike and hang out on the mesa near Crazy Springs Canyon. Their special meeting spot was a place where a boulder was wedged between a canyon, hidden between Crazy Springs and Whale Rock, and also the deep natural carved swimming hole located up above Crazy Springs near Grandma Zoni's mesa home. My Uncle Sam has many stories about their letters that he found tucked away in the canyons. Back then, there were no cell phones and only handwritten notes. As time went on, he eventually got married to Mom on September 22, 1977. They celebrated their 43rd anniversary this past September 2020. Their children's birth dates are unique like no other. My birthday falls one day late of Valentine's Day. My sister Love was days early to Mother's Day. Lamont is an April Fool's baby. Lucius was just before Labor Day. And Sissy came with fireworks on July 4th. I don't know how they did it, but I think they were planned. He was an officer for the Navajo Nation Police Department. Julia Johnson has many stories to tell as we lived near her and her late husband, Mr. Vincent Johnson, who was a Rock Point Navajo Nation police officer. We appreciated Shazzy's Vince for always being there in time of need. My dad was blessed with housing, and so he took it upon himself to get a home site lease and made a homestead that they currently live in. Mom and Dad have so many adventurous stories near Gun Rock Windmill, Southbridge, Whale Rock, Circle D Rodeo Ground, and Twin Rock. That's where their wedding pictures were taken near Talking Rocks. He was an active member of the Veterans Organization with Rock Point and Chinley offices. Unfortunately, the veterans organization was unable to provide the traditional funeral arrangements for an honorable and faithful military service due to the pandemic. 
He volunteered for Navajo Nation forest fighter, fi firefighter, and also worked in Navajo Nation forestry. He loved cooking, and Chris loves his gravy, and his favorite food was homemade mutton, cake, and traditional Navajo food. He was a fan of Elvis, Aretha Franklin, The Temptations, Little Richard, Bobby Darin, Paul Anka, and many more. Favorite sports were football, baseball, and a fan of the Rock Point Cougar basketball, and he loved going to the high school basketball games. Before TV, he used to sit in the truck and listen in on sports, and also before electricity, he used to hook up a tiny black and white TV to his truck battery to watch sports. His favorite colors were teal, blue, and maroon, the cougar colors. His favorite movies were Undefeated, Western Action, and Kung Fu. Favorite actors, John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, Jackie Chan, and Bruce Lee. Despite the fact that we dread his choice of decisions, my dad was in his own little world. Friends and extended family members tried their best talking him out of drinking. My mom's side of the family and his side of the family spent many hours talking with him, but he did not, he, but he did what he wanted. Us kids spoke with him many times, asking him not to drink, but he had the attitude like, don't tell me what to do. I'm older than you and you can't tell me what to do. I can do whatever I please. And then he'd walk out the door. I'm sure some of you saw my sister Love's Facebook posts asking if you had seen Dad and if you'd let us know where he's at. My sister Love was clever to activate OnStar in the vehicles so that when he left and when it was past curfew, all she had to do was call OnStar and we would all know where to go. And one of us would then go bring him back home. A few weeks back, he left again but this time no OnStar because he used the old car. We all ended up searching, driving every dirt road. It had snowed, so we skipped the roads that weren't driven on, so it was easy to detect which roads to check. He made us search for him into the late night hours, and it was Keith, his nephew, that found him out on Haggai Road. He then made his way back home safely. Late on Wednesday night, January 6th, he was transported to Chinle by ambulance. The next day, on Thursday, he was flown out to Abrazo Arrowhead Hospital in Glendale, Arizona. Doctors did all they could to stabilize him, but they were unsuccessful to keep him stable. Cause of death was internal complications, COVID-19, and age was also a factor. His body was unresponsive. So dad passed on Friday, January 8th, 2021, on the day of his late mother Maddie's birth date and two days after his late daughter Lovelia's death date. I find it interesting when you look at the numbers. February 4th, 1944 was on a Friday. And January 8th, 2021 was also a Friday. 
His funeral date is on Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. It sums up because every day was a Friday and a holiday to him. He got paid while staying home. I remember him saying something about a wagon. I think it was the welcome wagon to the weekend, LOL. Friday was good to him. Friday will now remain as a reminder of him enjoying 365 days of holiday each year. I'm only a stepdaughter to him, but he treated me like one of his own. Growing up, when I made my way out the door, he was the one who told me to be careful and take care and see you later. We will miss his crazy adventures where normally others got involved due to his safety reasons. We know that you are in a better place where there's no pain. You are at peace and you will remain in our hearts forever. Love you today, tomorrow, always and forever. Godspeed. Thank you to Juliet for sharing her memories. The Bible has much to say to us on days like today. The promises of God are the anchor of our faith and the guide for our journey of life. We pray that the Spirit of God will speak in these words and illumine our hearts and minds. In chapter 8 of the letter to the Romans, Paul wrote, Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ, who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or on the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. In the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. These are the words of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Like the faithful who have gone before us, we too are weary and want nothing more than comfort for our grief. We long for healing memories. We know that what we need now more than ever is an experience of God. More than words or theories, our hearts are broken, and we want the promises of God to come true for us 
And we are gathered here to remind ourselves of God's promises and to grab hold of God's goodness and love. And it is not as distant as our sorrow may make us, may make us think. We only need to remember that in the beginning, God created us with the emotions that are so raw in us right now. And God appointed us caretakers for one another, instructing us to share compassion and love, forgiveness and hope, especially now. God has promised us an eternal home and promises to change our earthly body to be like his glorious body. These are immensely big promises that usually take us a lifetime to grasp. These promises ask us to believe what we cannot yet see. They are mystery to be discovered by living into them. One of our challenges in believing these rich promises is that we don't necessarily trust promises. People break promises all the time. I have broken promises, and so have you. Our experience is that we humans aren't always trustworthy. Leslie was not always trustworthy. Things happen. Death interrupts life. And we begin to question God's promises. So we have gathered here today to remind one another that God's promises are not like human promises. The kind of promises revealed in God's word are grounded in the creator's faithfulness, not ours. And this unbreakable bond is way more than a theory, a doctrine, a practice, a particular religious expression. No, it is an experience of never-ending love. God loves us, plain and simple. Nothing in all creation can separate us from that love, as Paul said, even our unbelief. Leslie once told me that he was baptized Catholic, which in his mind separated him from us Lutherans. I would laugh and ask what made Catholic baptism so unique. And he would always say the Catholic God is much more strict and has written him off a long time ago. Wesley had made up his mind. But we know better, don't we? Nothing in all creation, nothing Leslie could do, no excuse he could have made, can ever separate him from God's love. And that precious Catholic baptismal font was the place where he was sealed with the promises of God and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Just like you and me. Cross of Christ forever. Period. And that assurance is what transforms this death-gathering place into a life-giving place by the grace and mercy of God. Our reality is there is no place where we can be cut off from the presence and the promise of the life of Christ. In his baptism, Leslie began a journey from life through death to life. One journey. 
This is the movement that we read about in the Bible, the gospel pilgrimage, we sometimes call it. Jesus traveled the life of Galilee ministry to Jerusalem and the cross and on to resurrection. One journey. And now Leslie has completed his baptismal journey. When he was baptized, he was marked with the cross of Christ forever. Not for a few days or special circumstances, but forever. Listen again to Paul. Whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. John wrote in Revelation 21, See, the home of God is with mortals. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. No more mourning, crying, or pain. You see, the truth, our reality about heaven, is the promise of God to renew our hope, which which Paul spoke of in 1 Corinthians when he said, What no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor human heart conceived, this is what God has prepared for those who love him. That's a forever promise. God loves us forever, no matter what. That's why Jesus came to tell us, show us, embody for us God's love. Today, the best thing we can do is to let the cat out of the bag and the secret out of the box. Our God loves Leslie, has always loved Leslie, and our God loves us, no matter what. And there's going to be no changing of God's mind. So today we mourn, not as those who have no hope, but as those who trust in God's rich and everlasting promise to make all things new. We are still on the journey, a bit fearful and sad. But Leslie is in God's arms, and we have the assurance that he will lead us home. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let's pray together. Almighty God, you have knit your people together in the one body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Give to your whole church your light and your peace. Grant that all who are baptized may die to sin and rise to newness of life, passing through the gate of death to a joyful resurrection. Give to us who are still in our pilgrimage the faith to trust in your promises and walk in your ways. Cleanse us now from sin and give us your pardon and peace. And give us the grace to entrust Leslie B. Begay to your never-failing love, which sustained him in life. Receive him into the arms of your mercy and remember him according to the favor of your love. Hear us now as we pray together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. 
And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Into your hands, O merciful Savior, we commend your servant, Leslie B. Begay. Acknowledge, we humbly ask you, a sheep of your own fold, a lamb of your own flock, a sinner of your own redeeming. Receive him into the arms of your mercy and into the blessed rest of everlasting peace and into the glorious company of all your saints in light. Amen. In the sure and certain hope of the resurrection to eternal life, through our Lord Jesus Christ, we commend to Almighty God, our brother Leslie, and we commit his body to the ground, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. The Lord bless him and keep him. The Lord make his face shine on him and be gracious to him. The Lord look on him with favor and give him peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Rest eternal give him, O Lord, and let light everlasting shine on him. The God of peace be with you all. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen.